humans of the internet, welcome to episode 122 of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. Again, alongside, in the same room, as Tyler. Hey. How you doing? I'm alright, how are you? You know, it's been a lazy week for me, as the last couple weeks have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched some World Cup. Uh, England's out. My condolences to all of my English friends. Yeah, it's just they just didn't play well. It's that's all there is to it. Who are you rooting for then? So, before the tournament even started, I predicted France would win it all, mm. and now we see France and Croatia in the final. Well, maybe that's your calling then, a soccer uh, analyst for well, ESPN.com. I don't think so. I don't. Th- I don't think ESPN uh, is looking toward to uh, amateur assholes like me whose only real experience with the sport is playing in high school and then uh doing rec leagues as an adult um yeah you probably do better than some of those people do on i will say this is not this is not to call anyone out i will say that throughout the tournament i have been giving him a chance but his voice just annoys me Stu holton your voice just it grates against me i don't know what it is it's nothing about your commentary but just some voices. There, there are just some yeah. voices that just grate yes. in my mind that I, me, I can't stand. To me, the commentator that gets to me every time is fucking Joe Buck for Fox. He does like a lot of Fox NFL and, and baseball games and stuff. Gets to me. I don't know. His voice, the way he he calls things. Uh, like the quarterback will throw the ball in every single play. He's like, Roger steps back, throws, and... Caught. Rodgers throws the ball and missed. Like everyone. And okay, you can stop. Go away. Yeah. So me personally, when I'm watching a sport that I understand, I'd rather just there not be any commentators. But that's just not how television works, because Mm -hmm. a lot of people who generally like who generally like sports and stuff like that don't like like they they need the people they're talking about the stuff that yeah. that's going on because yeah. they aren't like they aren't in it like like some of us are right yeah. i just wish there was a broadcasting option like to just like if you you can watch this broadcast for with commentary or broadcast without commentary mm-hmm. but until like things just move strictly to stream streaming services, I don't think that's gonna happen. No, it would be cool if you had yeah, if you had the option to like watch it with the commentary or just watch it with like the sound from the actual game, yeah, or the stadium or something that that would be really cool. I think there there was an experiment with that, uh, but the ratings were bad. Mm. Wow, that's lame. Eh, I don't know. But what I what I do know is that in my week of laziness i have had time to play a lot of video games yeah what'd you play and i've been playing a lot of just an ungodly amount of elder scrolls online the somerset expansion that released a little while ago i think last month uh i've i finally got around to playing it and damn it is good is it it yeah it's very good uh i Right now, there's an event where they're giving away uh, Elder Scroll, the their uh, ESO Plus, which is their subscription service, which is optional. Uh, it gives you bonus stuff. Uh, one thing that I like about it is that it includes a crafting 
uh, inventory thing, which also makes me really frustrated that that isn't just sold separately. Yeah. Um, they gotta do something. They're holding your inventory you. hostage. Yeah. Uh, if you want to have good inventory management, you should. Sub- you have to subscribe. There's like there's hardly any other option. Uh, but other than that, man, I I just been having a lot of fun. Uh, learning a lot about uh the lore in that game, the Sigic Order, which is something that came up in other games, especially in Skyrim with the Mages Guild quest line there. But uh, get get a little bit more of a deep dive there, uh, in the in this expansion, and yeah, I'm I'm gearing up, getting ready for that Wolf Hunter DLC, the new dungeon that's gonna that's gonna come out later this year. Mm-hmm. Are you playing with like other people doing the so, raids or something? Or okay, what are you doing? so so far, like I've been, I have been uh, playing mostly solo. But there are like these world events that are like group events, and like occasionally, like someone will shout out like, "Hey, uh, this event is up." Uh, just like type something in the chat to get an invite to their group, so you can teleport to them. So I've been doing some of that stuff. Like, there's this one boss where it's like these two big griffins that you have to take down, and it takes a pretty sizable group to take that down. But like, you can just yeah. people are waiting for it to pop, and then they just go into the zone chat, and they're like, "Hey, this is up. Who wants to do it?" And yeah, it's fun seeing everyone just like like just collect towards mm-hmm. this area for this event and stuff like that. I I, I like MMOs in that way. It, seeing player behavior. Yeah, it seems like they've made a lot of strides to make that game a lot better. Yeah, they they have. There are a lot of a uh, cool quality of life things. There's actually a guide now for new players and like for even just other players who aren't like necessarily like an MMO of a, of an MMO mindset. There's there's a system now that that guides you through like different builds and like tells you what's recommended for for the, what skills are recommended for certain builds and it helps guide you through that way. Mhm. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. I think yeah, I think this game has come a long way. I've played it since the beta and seeing it now it's really a lot better. I I've having a lot of fun with it. If you buy Somerset now, do you get like Morrowind and stuff or so is you it all do that stuff get separate? you do get Morrowind, um, but there are other th- other DLCs that you have to either buy with crowns or you have to subscribe to get to get them. Like there are certain gotcha. areas. There's the Imperial City DLC. Uh, there's uh, Clockwork uh, City uh, dungeon. Like there are certain dungeons and like areas that are locked behind uh, that are also locked behind paywalls, but they aren't like. They aren't necessarily core to the experience, mm-hmm. um, but I've I've played through Orsinium, which is one of those that is locked behind this uh, paywall. Uh, and Orsinium's really cool, and I I think it's it's worth the pr- those are even worth the price. They're a little less pricey than the big expansions, but I think they're they're pretty good from yeah. what I've played. Yeah, sweet. That sounds fun. I was uh, you know. That game was fun when I played it. It's just the time thing for me. Yeah, it is a huge time. I just thing. don't have the time to play an MMO, and I'd rather invest my time into Not other excited things. about the new Warframe stuff that came out from Tenocon? <laughs> no. No, I've never played Warframe. But would you want to play Warframe? 
Mm, I don't know. It's sci-fi. Yeah, I know. But it's also ninjas. I'm not sure where you stand on ninjas. Ninjas are cool. I like okay. Ninjas. Yeah, I used to play that Tenchu back in the day. Ooh, baby. Tenchu's rad. Um, RIP. There hasn't been a Tenchu game in a long time. I think From Software should make a fucking Tenchu game. So with that, I think uh, it's not going to happen for a while. I don't think it's going to happen for a while either. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm... I, uh, the thought of playing an MMO has always intrigued me. Like, I did play World of Warcraft for a little while back in the day, and that was fun. You know, that's a good game. Um, but it's just, it's, it's just the investment of time, you know? Mm. How is, uh, Summer says the location, though. Do you like uh, it? I love it. Like, I I, th- I think I've shared a few screenshots online, but, like, the, I think the art style for the zones are really... It's just really staggering. Like, the whole breadth of the Elder Scrolls Online, just the different areas you can go and just the different character that each zone has. I think uh, Somerset adds, like, a really cool fantasy, like, a high fantasy element to it. Um, it's... Beautiful. The the new enemy types are really cool and interesting, and their attack patterns and just the way that they behave is really cool. Uh, I yeah, and then also alongside this, they there's the area of Somerset, and then also kind of it's conjoined to this DLC. But you go to uh, this island called Arteum, which is the uh, it's the base of operations for the Sigic Order. Uh, they've kind of crafted their own realm, in a way, uh, and that that area looks really cool. Uh, it kind of looks like you're just like an island on an island floating in space, with like a sea of clouds around you and everything. It, it's really cool. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I'm in, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's, yeah. I feel like the Somerset stuff kind of flew under the radar too. Yeah, like not it did. too many it, people were talking about it. <laughs> Well, it's it's release timing was a little bit weird. It yeah. was sort of it was too close to E3. Yeah. Seems like the time when ESO releases their big expansions, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the summer time. I mean like Morrowind came out in the summer. I think the base game launched on consoles in the summer when it came out. I, I I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Um Yeah, it was like June or something like that. Seems seems to be when they when they do the thing. Yeah, uh, and oh shit, I forget what the name. But there is another big expansion coming, also. Mm. So yeah, that game's yeah. living on pretty well, and I. Yeah, I think they'll definitely they'll try to keep it alive until Elder Scrolls Six comes out. I can see that. I think they're going to keep it alive even beyond Elder Scrolls Six. Really? I think this is going to be their MMO. Like, <laughs> just uh, Bethesda doesn't like this is their MMO. Like, yeah. uh, I. I see. I've so I've played a lot of the major ones, like the modern day. There's there's a trio of excellent MMOs out right now in World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy fourteen, and Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. Some would call out Black Desert, sure. Uh, there there are other other MMOs, but those are like the big three, at least in my eye. Uh, and like they all have good things about them, and I I like them all, but. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online just has it for me because of that lore. I love that Elder Scrolls world, and that's something that, like, I have invested so much time in the Elder Scrolls world. I I don't think I could catch up 
on other stuff like World right. of Warcraft or Final Fantasy. Yeah, 15. yeah. I mean that that's certainly certainly a thing. Like, you know, I feel like I've invested a lot of time into destiny's world say what you want about destiny like it's a really cool world um i wish they would you know put a little bit more of it into the game but uh you know if i went and played like warframe or something then that's like you know i don't know it might not hit me as much where i'd rather just be in the world of destiny you know what i mean get ready to uh r.i.p cade yeah no what's up with that man hmm I don't know. I'm 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 excited for uh, Forsaken though. I think I think it'll be good. I'm hoping it'll be good. That's that's what I'm hoping. I played a little bit of Destiny too. I I just because Iron Banner is back and played some Iron Banner. Iron Banner's a good old time. I like it a lot. Why why not? Why did I get no invite to to do some Iron Banner? Because I was on for like an hour last night and then uh we played Fortnite. oh yeah i saw you guys were yeah do that hey you could have came play Fortnite, but you're not a Fortnite fan anymore yeah some of that you're uh, this pub g guy over here yeah who plays pub g what's pub g i mean cool people like me you gonna and, go buy uh, their shit event pass no oh, okay. i'm not that good. dumb good um yeah we we played Fortnite last night it's the first time i played Fortnite, literally since season four started which is what two months ago maybe two three months ago um i literally played season four when it started because there was like this insane amount of hype behind season four of like what's happening with season four why is there meteors what's going to get destroyed that sort of stuff played it Bought the battle pass. It was like, cool, I'm going to keep playing Fortnite. And then I never played Fortnite until until it ends. And now season five uh, starts tomorrow. But it was it was good to get back into it. Um, we came extremely close many times to, to getting a victory royale in squads. I was very, very sad. There was one where uh, I think there was seven, seven of us left. We were just set with weapons. I had a orange uh, heavy shotgun scar with over a thousand bullets with it. I mean, we were set, dude. We all had max shields and everything. Uh, the, there was three teams left, uh, including us. So the other teams are fighting and we're like, cool, you know, we're not expert builders, so let's sneak up behind them. Let's use the mountains to kind of protect us. They won't know where we are, and then bam, smack them in the face. They killed the other team. Uh, then they got, they did see us just a little bit, so they started rushing us, trying to get the jump on us. Uh, one of us went down, uh, then I snuck up, shot this dude, and I went to just execute him really quick with the shotgun, missed, and then just done. <laughs> done from there. Because I want to make sure, like, this guy's not getting up. Bam. Done. <laughs> and then that, that kind of screwed us. So that, that was that was the closest we got, and it was very sad. But there's there some other times where we certainly had our chances. Um They've added a lot of things to that game, dude. Like, they're still changing the map in certain spots. Um, you know, they've added a lot of new weapons to that game, too. Like, my favorite is they added the Tommy gun. Have you used this thing at all? 
I haven't played Fortnite in yeah, months. Dude, they added this Tommy gun that rips dudes up. I was just ripping dudes up with it. It's so fun to use. Um, the shopping carts are really goofy because uh, you can kind of like ride into the battle, especially because 50 v 50 is going right now. It's fun to like ride into the fight with fucking shopping carts. Um, that's a lot of fun. Uh, so they've added some other like secrets on the map too. Like uh, there's now rubber duckies you can find and apples you can eat to get health. Um, there's this one dance disco platform that they kind of changed up where you have to have four people all dancing on it at the same time to raise the disco ball to complete the challenge and stuff. So that was fun to do. And then, uh, so they added gnomes to the game a while ago. Yeah. Now these gnomes make noises. No, they made noises a while did ago. Did they? Yeah, they did. I never heard them. Did you have the battle pass back then? Yeah, I did. Really? Wow. Huh. I, I just never heard them. Yeah, they made creepy noises. Yeah, and these creepy noises piss me the fuck off, and every time I hear it, I have to find the gnome, and when I can't find the gnome, I'm just destroying everything until I find the gnome. I'm like, I will burn this building down until I find this motherfucker, because it's making me mad. But, uh, yeah, Fortnite. It's fun. It's a goofy game. I'm I'm intrigued on what season five is going to be because there are these like rifts around the world that you'll see that are kind of weird when you go up to them and you do see the sky like kind of cracking and things are weird. So I wonder what it's going to be like. Breaking I out of the simulation, man. Yeah, like I wonder if it's going to be an entirely new map. I yeah, I think that's that's a definitely. Uh, a gateway to do like kind of like a whole like do a huge change like that yeah it definitely makes it would line up story-wise mm -hmm. for what they've done in the past yeah i mean I, I like the map that they have now it's a great map but you know i think something new could be very exciting for it just something fresh epic is really good at making this game feel alive when you're playing it because of things like that um or like the meteors you know, at the end of season three, I, I think that that match that we played with those meteors raining down, that might single handedly be one of my favorite matches I've ever played a Fortnite. Cause like that was so memorable just being whole, you know, just, you know, bunkering ourselves down in this fucking building, just meteors crashing down. Everybody's just waiting, doing nothing. And it's so tense. There's like 10 of us left. That was, that was an incredible time. Like, they're really good at doing that and building hype for a new season. I think that's just one of the reasons why they've really kind of taken over with this game. It's cool. It's good to get back into Fortnite. Yeah. Um, what else have I done? I did um, my Overwatch placement matches. How'd you do? I did fine. Per the huge, uh, I think okay. I won three out of seven matches. All right, and per the huge, okay, and most of those matches we could have won per the huge, uh, so that kind of sucked. Uh, placed same spot that I usually do. I need to win five more competitive matches, and then once this season wraps up, then I'll finally be able to buy a golden weapon in Overwatch. So. I'm going to try to do that this season. Um, played more Detroit Become Human. 
by the next time we podcast, I will have that game done. Okay. Because I am very close. I feel it in my balls. Uh, things are happening. I'm doing the revolution. I'm doing the investigating. I'm running away. I'm doing all the things. There's a lot of really good storytelling and really great moments in that game. Um, just cool shit. Like, uh, you know, not really a spoiler. I'll keep it very light, but like there was an instance where I was in a house and, uh, cop heard about Android activity. So he's like, I got to investigate this. And, you know, you have like a minute to hide everything that is Android related in a way. So you have to go like you could have found that stuff ahead of time. But if you didn't, now you're scrambling. And depending on how many things you hide, totally changes to the, the situation that you're in, which is really cool. Just things like that. Like I almost can't imagine how I, I can understand why it took so long for this game to be made. Because there's just a lot of just really small shit like that. That's just a lot of effort has to go into something like that. So it's cool. I, I kept there was this one scenario where I kept trying it over and over again because I just wanted a different outcome. And all the outcomes I kept getting were shitty. So I'm like, damn. So I kept doing it over and over again. Because it's a really gripping part of the narrative. And, and especially towards the end when all three of the narratives are kind of starting to come together. And you're kind of picking it out how that's going to go. Um, it's cool. So yeah, I'll have that done. I was going to finish it last night. And then like, hey, let's play Fortnite. We haven't done it in a while. Like, cool. Why not? Um, we played Captain Spirit. Yes, we did. And we finished Captain Spirit. Yeah, we did. It's only like about a little over an hour long. In my yeah. 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 I mean, when once you finish it, when you step back and go like, oh, that's all you had to do. Like, wow, you can finish that very quickly. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could finish it in about 30 minutes if you yeah. really just didn't give a shit about anything. Yes. Um, so yeah, this is the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which is the free demo from Don't Nod um, from E3 uh, that was announced. Guys that make Life is Strange, and this is kind of leading into Life is Strange too, which comes out in September. Um, what do you think? So it's definitely a lot different than the, their other stuff. I feel like as a demo, this was a. I think this is a smart demo to release. Mostly because it's more like finding out more about these characters rather mm -hmm. than like going through a real story. And you get to learn a lot of lot of background, especially if you read around like go into your dad's room and read read into some of that stuff. If you go into uh, if you just like look around the house and just pay attention to everything that's in there. There's a lot to learn about this family. Uh, yeah. and that, that's, that's some useful information that going forward will help, help me think about whatever the story is in Life is Strange 2 in a different way. Yeah. And, and I, I like the setup here, you know, and I thought it was definitely different. It's definitely different. I mean, in my opinion for a game to, you know, you're playing a kid and, your dad's an, an alcoholic, so how do you deal with that when you talk to him? You know, 
it's it's interesting and it's and also because he's a very heavy alcoholic you kind of don't know what you're gonna get from him when you choose something um which i i found kind of gripping from a narrative standpoint of like oh i don't really know what's gonna happen if i choose this um this demo is a lot more open than life is strange has been like yeah you can go around you could read a lot about the family uh just see a lot of things um also there's like this checklist pretty much that you can kind of check a bunch of shit off and and you know it's you know art drawn by a kid pretty much and uh, i liked in the beginning when uh you kind of got to choose your superhero yeah what your superhero is going to be i thought that was fun and then you had to make the superhero costume uh which was neat i i i liked it for sure but i found it to me personally i hope that life is strange 2 doesn't rely on this much like exploration because i just found it to be a little dull at times of like I see this, I can, I understand the description, but I just don't know what to do to get to this sort of thing that I want to do. Um, and I found that to be just a little dull. Like I, I'm just, I'm into these games for the narrative and when the narrative's there, I am so sucked in and ready to rock with it. But, uh, other than that, it's good. It leaves, it kind of just ends in a way and but it ends on such a cliffhanger where you're like i have to see what's next yeah. now you know like mm, the boy has powers yeah yeah which i mean it's life is strange you kind of figured that's that's going to happen but you know i thought i you know throughout too like he kind of like you can turn the TV on, and the TV comes on without him doing anything. Did you know? Uh, did you try that? Unless I'm just missing something, and they fucked with it with the camera angle. But like, they fucked with the camera. They they have to they, they in did. a way. No, he was he was holding the remote behind his back. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, hmm. Okay, interesting. But uh, yeah, the the end is the end's really good. I like it a lot. Um. Also, you know, there's a conversation with a lady that shows up, which I found that to be very good. Yeah. As well. Uh, when that concerned came up. neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I wonder what they're going to do. Like, is Life is Strange 2, are you going to play this kid? Is this kid going to be a side character? Are you going to be a kid? Are they going to do a little bit of a time jump and you're older and they maybe you're around Max and Chloe's age in Life is Strange? Um, I don't know what they're going to do with that. And I'm, I'm also curious as to what decisions in this demo actually will carry forward into mm. uh, Life is Strange 2. Yeah, because a lot of them seemed inconsequential. A lot of the house chores and stuff like that seems mm -hmm. like they didn't really matter all that much. Yeah, but I'm curious if like any of that colors how the story starts in Life is Strange too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's good. I mean, it's free, so I I think everybody should go play it. You know, if you never played Life is Strange and want to just check it out, then this is good in a way um you know i think narratively it's it's solid but uh there's definitely not as much exploration in life is strange as there is in this so we'll see what they do with that but i'm stoked yeah yeah i'm 
What, when is that coming? Is that coming out? Uh, that's September twenty seventh. All right. Yeah. Um, cause, cause afterwards I'm like, I kind of want to maybe pre-order Life is Strange too. Cause I just feel like I, I want to play it regardless in a way. I, I like what this team's doing. I love the, you know, we love Life is Strange, um, a lot. If you followed this show, we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we have. It's probably one of my favorite games this generation. Oh, Hey, look. Yeah. I got lots of good shit here. Yeah, we got uh, just pointing out some screenshots, and uh, yeah. one of them was a. Uh, I like to take I, all my PS4 screenshots at the at the end of every year. I put them all on a flash drive and then put save them on my computer, and it's just a slideshow. Nice through all of them, and then I just remove them like off my PS4. I'm like, this is this year in a nutshell, and there we go. I gotta somehow get my should do some end of year Instagram. Yeah, I should. And then uh, I got to get, I want to get my Nintendo Switch ones on here. I just got to figure out an easy way to do that. I don't know if yeah. there is an easy way. The biggest pain in the dick is the Xbox to put screenshots well, on here. You can't plug in a flash drive to the Xbox and copy them. Well, if you sync it to your OneDrive, to you can just sync it to your computer. Yeah, and I did do that for a few just to test it out i just got to go in and bulk do all of them and then just copy them over here but yeah playstation's just they make it so easy because you can literally just plug in a flash drive copy the to the flash drive and done yeah you know i wish everybody else did that but hmm. it's cool there's a lot of a lot of pretty pictures here yeah there are oh man so i've been playing uh the Rocket League mm-hmm. anniversary event. Yeah. They added a new map. Did they? I'm not sure if it's great. What is it? So, you know how on a hockey, in a hockey rink, there's an area behind the goal? Yeah. They did that. Oh, shit. I've been wondering when they would do that. They did that. Oh, boy. And it's, it's made it... Strange, like the games are a lot lower scoring because of that, because a lot of people don't know how to get it up off the wall. Yeah, a lot of times it just rolls around the back. Yeah, and you don't really get any goals off of it. I, I don't know. Like it's, I like that it's different, but I'm not sure that I'd, <laughs> I'd necessarily want to play this more after the event is done. So I'm, I'm playing it as part of their anniversary event uh but like with you're earning like this anniversary currency like they do with their other events you earn this currency and you can spend it and on event items and stuff like that so i'm playing it for that but i'm not sure if i'm gonna play it beyond that gotcha. is this map only for the event or um is it new so it's labeled as if it's the event map I'm not sure if it's going to persist afterwards. It might be a part of their... So they do have a, bu- a playlist called uh, Rocket Labs, which is where they put all their experimental maps. Mm. Uh, and it, it might live on in there. I'm not sure if it's going to stick around permanently. I haven't really paid attention to public reception of it, but uh, yeah, I, I've had some fun on it. There, there are new interesting ways to uh, score now, like... Putting it from behind the goal, just putting it over the goal into mm-hmm. the middle there. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, it's... 
I think it's cool. Yeah. And now like you hit the you hit the crossbar and it goes over, hit the post and it goes behind and stuff like that. Like there's new stuff that can happen now that there yeah. is more area. I feel like this map would be a lot better suited since it is larger. It would be better suited for a four v four. Right now it's locked into a three v three playlist. I got you. It's, there's just more area to cover, and I think another person on each team would make the make the make it will just work more. Yeah. Yeah, I've been kind of itching to play Rocket League. I haven't played in such a long time. They've added a lot of like a lot of new maps though, haven't they? Like there's there's one that almost kind of looks like a beach. Yeah, there's the yeah, there's, there's that one. Map. There's one that looks like a farm. Yeah, I'm like these maps are pretty. I'd play them. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, I I like the stuff that they've added. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for that rocket pass to come out so I can, you know, Hop spend more that. money on that video game. Yeah. <laughs> Although I've spent so much money on fucking keys. Really? Opening crates and mm. stuff like that. I'm a bad person. Yeah, bad man when it comes to Rocket League. Yeah. Mm. But that's pretty much it for what I've been playing. Um, I want to get back to Destiny 2. I'm up to 360 on my Titan. Nice. Yeah, I'm kind of, uh, like I said, I'm kind of screwed unless I do the raid. Because I did, I've just because playing a few Iron Banner matches, did my Crucible, got a 373 engram, and I'm 375. I'm like, this doesn't help me at all. We should, I'm screwed. We should carve out some time into a raid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I, t- I would totally be down one weekend to do, like, probably one of the raid layers. Um, I think the new one's 370 is what you need. And then I think the first one is 300, but like you can get them done like two or three hours, which is a lot better than six, seven or eight hours. Oh yeah. (laughs) Although I'm sure, you know, that's fun. I I would like to do the base raid, but knowing how they go, you got, you got to have a team. You have to have a team that's locked in. It got to have people that don't get pissy pants. You got to have people that are just ready to do it, you know, for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It's an investment. That That's that's probably like, I don't know what one of the things that I just it's an MMO thing, but also I w- it doesn't have to be as painful as it is. I feel I don't know. It's it's strange. It might just be a console thing, honestly. Just like how console people play games and how like how people on PC generally like, oh yeah, let's I don't know how to do this. Let's just look it up and just do it by the book. I feel like a lot of console stuff we just fucking nuts out, just mm-hmm. go for it yeah. and just bang our heads against it a lot more than we probably should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, doing doing a raid. So, you know, once you finish it, it is very exciting. Like yeah. uh, I'll never forget the first time. And we I will finished say, like, King. visually, the raids and stuff look really cool. Oh, yeah. Like there's They're a stunning. lot of really cool stuff in mm-hmm. there. It's just sometimes a real pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. And, and what I like about you know what one thing I made I think made the Taken King so good with, with Destiny when it came out a few years ago was that like when you finished the raid, that was the end of the narrative. Like everything was kind of working towards one thing and that was taking out orcs. And so it was very exciting when you finally took them down. 
Uh, I feel like Destiny 2 lacked that a little bit, for sure. And because I feel like they were too focused on we got to make a campaign for the casual people. You know what I mean? There's got to be a story here, a full story. And it, it was fine. And it was, you know, from storytelling, there was more cutscenes and all that stuff. It, it was good. But I wish, I, I what I want Bungie to do is just strike that balance. Like, Destiny 2 had a fun campaign. Uh, but uh, with some good storytelling beats, but like when you're done, it felt like there was nothing narratively to kind of keep you going at all. Whereas like the Taken King had a campaign, a short one, and it had a narrative, but then that narrative kept going when you were done towards something else, which I hope they do with Forsaken a lot more. So we'll see. Some of the things coming out about Forsaken sound neat. There's a lot more supers. Yeah, the world I, I sounds saw cool. There, there's like new subclasses and stuff like that that look really cool. Yeah, they're they're bringing like the Prison of Elders area back, which is neat. Um, I'm like I'm 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 down. Yeah. Down for what they got. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's about all I played. Ooh. All right. Well. Let's get into the uh, drip feed of news. Yeah. The post E3 drip feed. Uh, we got some one of our regular uh, reoccurrences here. Oh, really? The top downloads on the PlayStation Store. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. I can't believe what to, what's number one. Oh, my God. All right, Tyler. How about you bring us the PlayStation 4 game, top 10 on the PlayStation Store? Brought to you by June. No, I'm not. No, I don't do fake Rockstar spon- Hardcore. I don't Apple? do fake sponsorships, but I am drinking this uh, Rockstar Hardcore. It's an apple flavored Rockstar. How is it? Does it taste like um, Angry Orchard? It doesn't taste like Angry. It tastes more like Green Jolly Ranchers. Oh, all right. Cool. Um, anyways, 10, Gran Turismo Sport. Number nine, Minecraft PlayStation 4 Edition. Eight. Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition 7 Jurassic World Evolution 6 Mortal Kombat XL 5 Detroit Become Human 4 The Last of Us Remastered 3 God of War 2 FIFA 18 Number 1 5 years later Grand Theft Auto 5 You motherfuckers keep buying this damn video game Unfucking believable I uh, Who doesn't have Grand Theft Auto 5? Who the fuck doesn't have it? I don't know, Who's man. Who's buying it digitally? It blows my mind. Like, what? I don't know. I feel like it's really easy to get this game used for a lot less money. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's still 60 bucks, too. I think. Well, I, I saw there was a... It, maybe it it's was part of the mid-year sale. Yeah, it's been on sale. But I think if you bought it brand new, it's still $60. I'm going to check that quick. That's still, yeah. that's crazy though, because come September, that's five years yeah. since this game launched, Ooh. and it's still the number one most downloaded game. I know it's a very dry month, not a lot of big releases. Like, it is good to see, you know, God of War still hanging up towards the top. It's good to see Detroit still up there. Um, Jurassic World Evolution, I think, is the only new game on this list that came out. Um, you know, what this list reminded me is that I need to get back to playing some more Gran Turismo Sport. Yeah. So I fucking, it was I, like. I've seen they've added a lot of stuff. They did. And I played it like a week or two ago because I was really itching for it. Qualified fourth. And I'm like, bro, 
It is on. Yeah. I was like a second behind the top. I am ready to fucking rock. You've been disconnected from the online service <laughs> and kicked me out. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I can't. I can't do this again. Oh, uh, I was so I was so mad. Uh, I, 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 I just laid down the laps, man. Mm. But yeah, oh, that's wow. a good game. What? One, two, three, four, five. Half this list. PlayStation 4 exclusives. Yeah. PlayStation exclusives, I should say. All right. I'll bring us down with the uh, VR games. PlayStation VR games of June. At number 10 is Moss. Nine. PlayStation VR Worlds. Eight. Until Dawn. Rush of Blood. Seven. Killing Floor Incursion. I forgot Killing Floor had a VR thing. Yeah. Six, Farpoint. Five, Doom VFR. Four, Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality. Three, Drive Club VR. Two, Super Hot VR. And number one, Job Simulator. People seem to like that Job Simulator thing. And of course, there's free-to-play games. H1Z1 Battle Royale overtook Fortnite Battle Royale for downloads. Probably because everyone already has Fortnite Battle Royale downloaded, but... Probably. All right, I'm going to correct myself here. It looks like GTA 5, I guess, is $30 new. Hmm. Um, I don't know. That's weird, because I feel like I've seen it on sale for like $35, $40 pretty consistently. So I don't know. Either way, it says this PC version is still $60. That's from GameStop.com. I'm going to go to the PlayStation Store quick. I think on the PlayStation Store it is more. I think digital copies are more. Um, I can bring us to the Vita games if y'all are interested in that. I'll just... Hmm. Persona 4 Hit Dancing me. All Night is 10. 9. Jack and Daxter. 8. Persona 4. 7. Minecraft PlayStation Vita Edition. 6. Black, Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified. 5. Odin Sphere Leiftrasir. 4. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. 3. Metal Gear Solid HD Collection PS Vita. 2. God of War Collection PS Vita. And number 1. Stardew Valley. Yeah. So I guess it is $30. PlayStation Store has it for $30. Oh. Uh, that must have been a recent thing. Because it was $60 for a very long time. It was like a Nintendo-like thing. Like, Nintendo doesn't really slash the prices of their games too often. Um, but either way. Either way, at $30. Damn. Damn. Still rolling in the cash. Yeah. I remember when GTA Five launched, though. Uh, you know, it was kind of a a crazy day in entertainment because everybody was just going nuts over this game. And I was like, I gotta do it. I've never been a GTA guy, but I have to fucking do it. Went to a local store and uh, they were actually mad at us that we didn't pre-order the game because they were running out of copies and everything. I'm like. Look, I, I, I could understand that frustration. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I'm here to give you $60 to buy this game right now. <laughs> they gave us a copy. It was okay. Mm. Yeah. Light month. E3 month. Yeah. But there was some sales there. I'm just way more interested in September through December of this year. That'll be mm. a bloodbath. Well, uh, they're... Hmm. One of these uh, games that got a release date is in that time period. Don't know why. You know what? Who cares? We got some release dates. Let's actually start with uh, 
the closest and then get further away. Chasm. I played Chasm at a... Shit, was that... I I think that was... uh, Shit, man, that was PlayStation Experience 2016 I played that. Wow. Yeah, I played that there. Uh, It's really... I think... I, I thought it was really cool when I played it. Uh, been a while, so looking forward to getting back to that. It's kind of a Metroidvania style thing. I feel like people will talk about this game for a very long time, yeah. but it's finally coming out, so that's yeah. cool. Next up, Dead Cells on August 7th. Oh, wait, did I say Chasm's release date? That was July 31st. There we go. Dead Cells is August 7th. Uh, I've played Dead Cells a lot on the PC in early access. This is going to be a fantastic game, and I think a lot of people are going to be surprised and are going to love this. Mm-hmm. This is a, um, a roguelike, right? Yeah, roguelike light? I don't know. You know, term, genres, fuck I don't really give a fuck. Who cares? But yeah, this game is fucking rad, and... Yeah, the, the combat looks really cool, and I love the art style. Um, I'm not really into to roguelike games, but this is one where I'm like, maybe you should, just because it looks really fun. You should try it. Yeah. You should either try this or Hollow Knight. Uh, maybe both. I don't know. But yeah. Is Hollow Knight a roguelike? I thought it was no. Metroidvania. Yeah, it's more Metroidvania, but like. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Either it's way. Also, it's seems also neat. kind of. It has a weird Souls-like-ishness to it with uh, the money stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it's fantastic games. Fantastic 2D games. Yeah. It sounds is another one, I feel. It's gotten a lot of good attention coming out in early access yeah. for a while. And then, finally here... Release date announced. Darksiders 3. I didn't think this was coming this year. I really didn't either. But it's coming out this year, November 27th. Oh boy. Which means I need to beat Darksiders 2. I need well, to... I need to start Darksiders 2. Yeah, I need to beat Darksiders 1 and 2. Darksiders 1 isn't that hard. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought it was pretty easy. I think I beat it in, uh, I want to say, 12, 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. November 27th for this one. Um, you can get a $150 collection, collector's edition if you want. How about that? Or a $400 Apocalypse Edition. What the Which shit? contains statues for Darksiders okay, that's or cool. Darksiders 2's death and Darksiders 3's fury. All right. This look. This actually looks kind of cool. So that's all three <laughs> of the main characters. Oh, like $400. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, cool that it's coming out. I feel like this would have been an amazing January game. Yeah, that, but at the same time, like you push the next early next year, that's looking really stacked too. There's just no good time, so you might as well. There's not get a good out. time to put out a video game, so just stop making video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, this one's later in the year to where you know I think it it could get some tension. Yeah, what, what, uh, there's something else that's releasing early December. What is what's that? Is that Smash just Brothers? Oh, it's Smash Brothers. Uh, When's yeah, just, just Cause? Just Cause Four yeah. is in uh, December fourth, I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's probably it isn't a bad time, you know, right when uh, you know, Black Friday around that time when all you know, that it, starts. Mm-hmm. 
I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Dark Siders Three, even though I've never played all those games, because uh, they seem like neat games. Yeah, they're. I I like the first one quite a bit. Uh, it's a really cool character action thing, and yeah, I expect that I will like Dark Siders Two and Three when it comes out. But yeah, video games getting release dates after E3, but coming out this year that I, I always think that's that's a little bit weird where like release dates are announced after e3 but it's yeah. for this year yeah so it's always a little strange to me like why didn't you just announce it that week probably so they wouldn't get drowned out i feel like darksiders 3 though is big enough that it wouldn't get drowned out mm-hmm. and i think maybe part of this is to blame for sony style i feel like a lot of the especially the games that were announced this week would have been on sony stage if they were to do a more drawn out press conference that, rather than what they did yeah and actually give some time to some indie games again which they don't really do anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> they haven't for what past three years maybe yeah or four years they've turned you know they were all about them you know at least at their e3 conferences and now yeah. they're not as much dude did you see, did you see the thing about switches indie thing they're doing yeah. like 20 to 30 games every oh my fucking god. week oh my god like how yeah that's no stop that's just steam numbers <laughs> sort of in a way uh more games coming to steam Ridiculous. but still too much don't need that. Uh, and just the, the interface for their score, that's going to be a nightmare. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, you know, look, I, I, I get it. You, you want games on your platform, as many games as possible, because you don't know what's going to click with people. You know, what a game you might not think is good might be someone's favorite game ever. You really don't know. Um, but at the same time, like I felt like Nintendo was really good at kind of curating their store a little bit. Like they were kind of the last hope in a way uh, where I feel like PlayStation, Xbox, they've definitely let a lot more stuff on their store than than, you know, normal. And as time goes on, um, I get all that. I, I, I do. But I, I love a good curated store. It's just like, here's all these just really good games. That's what it kind of felt like at first with Switch. Um, but now Nintendo probably wants more games to come to the Switch just because they're scared of having those that software drought that the Wii U had. You know, even when they're not releasing their big games, they're going to have something. You know, also, did you see the whole thing about uh, talk about crossplay yet again? Uh, when Nintendo said about crossplay, uh, their no, did, their president said that they will always help developers do crossplay if they want to do crossplay huh. with with Nintendo huh. and other platforms. Like they're they're fucking all about it. Which, you know, Nintendo never really spoke out about it before. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, Rocket League has it and Fortnite and Minecraft uh on on the Switch, but now they're speaking out about it too, which is just the another little twist in the knife, you know, twist of the knife. And Sony's got a little bit on that one. Um I feel like if Nintendo's talking about it, then that's in a way a, a big deal. Cause, cause like, it, of course, there's reasons for Xbox to want it. You know, they're behind all that stuff. And so they're obviously a lot more open to it. But Nintendo doesn't have to be. And Nintendo's always been a little bit walled off. They've always been a little bit, at least when it comes to online gaming, like behind a little bit. And now they're, you know, like, sure. You know, they, basically, they said if a developer wants 
if their vision is to have cross-platform play in their game, then we will try our best to make that happen with others, which is good. I like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. see. I feel it has to be by the end of the year that something Dude, official has to, has to come out. has to happen. Really has to happen. Also, Sony's running out of time to allow people to change their PSN names because yeah. wasn't it last PSX yep. Sean Layden was like I hope you know I, by this time next year that you don't have to ask me that question again or whatever maybe that means Sean Layden's just gonna leave yeah no, no. Be, oh that would be funny that would, that would be funny we couldn't get it done in time I'm done <laughs> see ya I can't take it oh man <laughs> yeah I don't know hmm there, there's some stuff that PlayStation has on the agenda that they need to fucking figure out by the end of the year. Yeah. I, we'll have a good idea at PSX this year, like, where they stand. Yeah. Ah. Well, at least uh, we know where the Witcher series stands. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get a Witcher 4. R.I.P. But Darryl. maybe some side projects some sure. some other games in the Witcher universe I just really want the Siri game let us play a Siri like for for an entire game the, it, we, there were some sections in the Witcher 3 where you got to play as her but I feel like that's where the witch, next Witcher game has to go mm-hmm. I agree they basically said that the first three Witchers were by definition a trilogy so we simply could not name the next game Witcher 4 but that doesn't mean they'll never return. The Witcher is one of two franchises on which to build in the fu- in future activities of the company. Um, so that's good. But I, I agree with you on Siri. I hope, you know, other games in the Witcher universe isn't just like Gwent. Like, Gwent's cool, but that's for a very specific audience. Like, I hope we get another big RPG in the Witcher universe some point down the line. Obviously, it's probably very far away because cyberpunk's probably pretty far away yet and then you gotta imagine after that you know whether it's another witcher game or game in this universe or another cyberpunk game like that's going to be a long time it's totally not a playstation thing but i can totally see there being a total war witcher game yeah like a big like 4x strategy game with witcher layered on it but it's i i think that's that's an obvious hit uh, especially like with all these different warring factions and stuff mm-hmm. like that that would make a lot of sense yeah i would also you know witcher 3 is amazing one of my favorite games of all time but um i would love if they did like a god of war scope to a witcher game you know of like here's a 25 hour game that's sort of open world but not but it's more narrative focused uh but still has that good con that good witcher combat and, and everything like that could be neat too you know because i i thought the storytelling witcher 3 was fucking awesome so i i could definitely be down for that i feel like uh cd project red is in the bethesda game studios realm in a way now of this and what I mean by that is like this company that everybody loves that makes just these beloved RPGs, but we only get one every three, four, five years. But like the hype is real for like all of them, you know, they, they, they've really ascended to that realm. I think. Yeah. I'd even put it. Uh, I, 
a PC gamer would also put Obsidian up there as well. Yeah. With one of the, like... Obsidian's good with that. They put out big RPGs that are huge. And I I think uh, approaching it is Larian Studios with the the Divinity Mm -hmm. series. They've been doing really good work with RPGs as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's pretty rad. Also, I guess it's rad. Overwatch League coming to ESPN. Tonight. Tonight. The night we're actually recording this. We're recording this a day early. Uh, just schedules lining up. But yeah, Overwatch League. On e- I've never watched Overwatch League. Uh, I watched some. It blows my mind watching those people play. Because I'm like, I'm okay at Overwatch. And then I watch them play. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> it just like I watched this one dude uh, doing Overwatch League, playing his Genji, and he's just like all over the map in like three seconds. Like, how how does anybody do this? Obviously, they're playing on PC, so it's a lot more fast paced, but still blows my mind. But yeah, it's cool that it's coming to uh, ESPN. This is more for I guess the uh, playoffs. Yeah, for Overwatch League. Uh, right now, it's on Disney XD for a little while. It's going to move to ESPN News, um, then ESPN2, and then day one of the finals are straight up on ESPN. Main ESPN, July 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern. So that's yeah. pretty crazy to me. Uh, but then the rest of the finals, they're like, nah. Mm. Yeah. It, esports. Becoming bigger and bigger. Yeah. I've never really been a fan myself of esports. Mm. I've watched some ro- some of the Rocket League Championship series. Yeah. I think that stuff Rocket is- League's a good one to watch, I think. Yeah, I, I just don't... I don't care for shooters, watching shooters. Yeah. I don't care for watching MOBAs, really. Mm-hmm. But Rocket League is so analogous to actual sport. Yeah. And I don't mean to de- demean uh, esports, but mm-hmm. it's... It's definitely more similar to uh, traditional sports. Yeah. Well, I think Rocket League, you can just pick up on it a lot better because it's like, you know, it's oh, soccer shit. with it's cars. Soccer with, soccer with cars. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Exactly. Oh, shit. These guys know how to do these weird-ass tricks. Yeah. A lot like when, when normal, everyday people watch people play soccer. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow, that's a really neat trick. Yeah. And, and, and like that same stuff about Rocket League. Yeah. And, and I get like a shooter or a MOBA or something like that. That can be very intriguing to watch, especially if you know what's happening there. But like, I, I if I turn on Dota 2 or League of Legends and watch it, I'm like, I don't know what's fucking happening right now. I just feel like <laughs> it just uh, it's hard to get into. Whereas like even a shooter like Overwatch, um, I feel could be very hard for someone to get into competitively because how fast it is, all this shit that's going on all the time in it, um, and especially at a competitive level. Like, yeah, it's good if you know what's happening, but if you don't, you're just like there's color all over the screen and dudes flying all over and I have no clue where it's like if you're watching Rocket League you're like okay he's trying to get that ball and that goal simple you know yeah oh well well I but really I think this is definitely uh mm-hmm. it's a it's a move forward and I, I I just I'm curious to see how this is actually received seeing like this uh, Seeing a broader audience react to this. Yeah. And what what I find interesting about this is, one, there's a multi-year partnership for this, which is kind of crazy. ESPN, make sure they're locking that down. Um, 
But I think what will be kind of cool in a way is that, you know, one of the most popular showings of Sports Center is at 6 p.m. Eastern. And that always leads into like the big sporting event of the night. You know, this NBA game, that baseball game or whatever, Monday night football. But this is going to lead this time straight into Overwatch League, which will be interesting. What did they have on the other night? Street skateboarding. And I'm like, why? <laughs> this is weird. Weird on, on uh, ESPN. They, they get some weird shit on, sometimes on there. Like, you think of ESPN as like sports, you know, and obviously they are, but like, I'm talking like basketball, baseball, yeah. soccer, whatever. Um, but then you'll turn it on and like the World Series of Poker is on there or Formula One racing. Like, I'm not saying nothing wrong with that, but. They definitely like to branch out, make sure they're covering everything. But then you turn on Sports Center and it's they're still talking about LeBron James. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's been like two weeks. Can we stop talking about LeBron James <laughs> until basketball actually starts up again? Really? Like, fuck. I feel like they talk more about LeBron James than the World Cup. And the World the, Cup is oh, happening. 100%. 100%. I was watching Sports Center last night. They, uh, LeBron James was the second biggest thing they talked about before they got to the World Cup and uh, Ronaldo switching team yeah. or whatever, which I'm sure is a big deal yeah, Ronaldo in that realm. Transferred um, to Juventus. But they were still talking about LeBron James before that. I'm like, dude, like the World Cup's a way bigger deal than LeBron James at this point. <laughs> like, you can stop. Or like, you know... On Sports Center, like I remember, you know, a, a lot of times when like really major shit happens, like Sports Center doesn't really do like commercial breaks and they just keep going and going and going. They'll get a million people on there to talk about whatever, like, um, you know, the whole Joe Paterno thing or Jerry Sandusky thing, like a long time ago, like they were just on forever. Uh, they talked about like LeBron James in the same way. Like, well, I turned it on just because I'm like, oh, LeBron James going to whatever. I just want to hear a little bit about this. And it was like 30 minutes, no commercial break. They had a million people on. They just kept talking about it over and over again. I'm like, wow, interesting. That's up there. I mean, it's just one dude switching teams. I get he's the biggest dude in basketball, maybe even in, in American sports right now. But damn. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, back to video games. Earlier in the show, we got over some release date announcements. Now, video games are getting delayed as well. Code Vein is being delayed into 2019. It's a Dark Souls-inspired type of game uh, by Bandai Namco. Uh, Yeah, so I guess... They're hip to, oh shit, 2018 is packed. I just wonder when this launches in 2019. Mm -hmm. Because 2019 also packed, yeah. as far as we know. Definitely. I think this is a good move for this game, though. You know, polish it up a little bit more and give it a better time. I see. I'm not I'm not so sure. I don't think there's there are no other real Souls-like experiences coming out this year. No, not this year. So I, I feel like th this year would have been okay for it. Mm -hmm. uh, who knows? I, I'm not sure when Sekiro was coming out. I think it's supposed to be next year. Uh, yeah, uh, but 
Yeah. I'm just curious. When exactly. Like, because there's a very specific audience that likes this type of game. Yeah. And this year might have been a good year for it to come out, but also this year is a packed year full of other great games that the general audience might not get in, might not get to everything. Yeah. Agreed. But yeah, I, I am keeping an eye on that because, as you know, this year I have promised to beat Neo, beat Bloodborne, beat Dark Souls 3. Hey man, you have some time now. I do. At the moment. <laughs> I'm going to get back on Neo tomorrow. All right, there we go. I really like Neo. I must I, I dabbled day. in Neo a little bit uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I still like that. I, I, I really like that combat. It's a really cool combat with all the different stances and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's a good variety of weapons and how you use them in different stances. Really cool. I almost bought it the other day. You probably should. I think you'd like that more than yeah. you like Bloodborne. Probably. Seems more on my alley. Yeah. Because it, it's on sale for $24 right now. And I got PlayStation Store credit card or gift card, whatever, when uh, I turned in my Wii U. So I'm like, hmm, tempting. Well, at least you didn't buy Skyrim again. <laughs> no, but I did that at some point. I have it on Xbox. How many times have you bought Skyrim? Twice. Oh, great. Okay, let me let me count oh, the times Jesus. I bought bought Skyrim. Three sixty. Uh, yeah, I PS3. bought it on three sixty twice. Oh, because that was oh, yep. the time where yep. I where I left. Yep. I bought it while uh, yeah. Got I got three sixty. I got it here, and then I got it down there, and then uh, I bought it on PS three. I bought it on PC. And I bought it on PS4. That's five times five that I can times. recount buying Skyrim. And I almost bought it for the Switch. Uh, I almost did too. Um, but hold off. But Todd Howard says uh, he won't stop re-releasing it until you stop buying it. Yeah, I so. love how straight up blunt he is with this. That's literally his quote. He said, that's why we keep releasing it. If you want us to stop releasing it, stop buying it. Plain and simple. Um, he said, even now, the amount of people who play Skyrim seven years later, millions of people play every month are playing. Millions of people every month are playing that game. He said, crazy. Crazy. I mean, that's, that's you know, Skyrim's one of those games that's just legendary. That everybody's going to talk about forever. The and, legendary edition of Skyrim. Yeah. Ha. Ha. Um, and it's one of those games that just everybody still plays because there's still there's just so much to it. Yeah, there, there's a lot there, especially with the new the re-released versions. A lot of them, including the DLC. Yeah, like they take there's one that takes you to Solstheim and in, in Morrowind. Uh, there's another that like that takes you to other realms as well, like with the vampire stuff in uh, what's that called Dawnguard. Yep. Uh, they've added oh, other f- new features like the house building stuff with the Hearthfire. I think they called yep. it. Yep. Like there, there's a lot to do in that game. Yeah, dude, the Dawn Guard DLC is so fucking good. Yeah. I was so blown away by how good that DLC was, and the way that they've uh, updated that game and developed it uh, as they've gone forward, especially with uh, like the the skill lines with the werewolves and the vampire mm-hmm. uh, skills, and that yep. that stuff is really cool. The way that they've added uh, basically prestiging your skills. 
to make it like endlessly playable like to level leveling up like there's no level cap in that game yeah yeah you know i'll never forget playing the dawn guard dlc and just some of those locations are just fucking amazing the soul cairn yeah and and i'll never forget like out on this very vast open area and then all of a sudden like two ice dragons pop out of the ground it's like oh shit son and Mm -hmm. like that shit went down that was that was crazy i never finished dragonborn no oh i you're gonna want to punch me in the face have never done the dark brotherhood are you gonna play some more are you gonna buy skyrim again well, I have it. Yeah, I got it, have it on, on Xbox One. Oh, okay. For the Mads. Okay. So, yeah, I could. I could. Or I could bust out the PS3 and just play it there. Because I started it. I started Dragonborn. I started Dragonborn, and I got... And I started the Dark Brotherhood quest, but never really got past the beginning. Did you do the other the other uh, skill, the quest lines? Uh, did, I did. The companions? I did the Companions. Mage's I Guild? I did Mage's Guild. I... And part of the way through the Thieves Guild. What else am I missing? Am I missing any others? Um, have you done all the Daedric quests? Not all of them, but I've done some of them. They're really fun. Yeah, because I, I, I played Skyrim a lot. I think I have 60-ish hours in that game. So it's not like I didn't play it, but it's nothing like you or literally like everybody else that I play. Like every single one of my friends has played that game for hundreds of hours, except for me. (laughs) It's it's a game that I always want to go back to, but never do. Hmm. I don't. I just I don't know. It's a great game. There's only so much time. Special. I know. It's a Mm. good one. And I think that might be all the time we have. Yeah, for this week, no drop this week. No drop. So that even though there's games coming out, but nothing of significance really this week, unless you're a Nintendo Switch person. Yeah, I'm gonna get on that Octopath. Yeah, looks yeah. good. We playing this weekend? This weekend? Well, if you want to get together and do some Destiny, I'm always up for some Destiny. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna play some more. Uh, some more of the. Uh, Somerset Elder Scrolls Online stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna try to finish that quest line. I think I'm about a third of the way through. Um, yeah, and then probably some more Rocket League. I'm trying to I'll get enough currency to just buy everything that they have in the uh, event store. And then, shit, I'm trying to trying to rack my brain for what i have i neo of course i want to play some more of i want to i want to beat yakuza 6 uh by next week and i'd like to get further nino kuni 2 right on i I have a full plate there's a lot for me to play yeah yeah considering one of those games is a fucking mmo there's a lot to play yeah there's some dungeons i need to find groups for Mm -hmm. yeah another cool interaction i had uh, while playing Elder Scrolls Online. There are these things called public dungeons, where the main quest line, if you're careful, you can do it solo, but then there are group events within these dungeons. Ran into a more experienced player than I, and uh, I just followed them through that dungeon, and then we just did everything together without ever grouping up, without ever even 
chatting with each other. Yeah, that's cool. I just followed him around and we did everything. Yeah. I like when that stuff happens. I like, you know, like in Destiny, sometimes you might run into a group that'll help you do whatever without even grouping up. I'm like, that stuff's cool. Sure. Uh, what are you looking forward to playing? Just my focus is finishing Detroit Become Human. So I'll finish that and then figure out where to go from there because there's some other things that I want to want to dive into but that's that's the big thing for me not video game related really um but did you see that uh sarcophagus they found in egypt not oh my god i have to pull up the steve kim tweet about it yeah i didn't i did not see that oh my goodness so they found this uh, black sarcophagus in egypt and they don't know who was buried who was buried in it um let me pull up my tweets here because i retweeted it but it's really funny because uh, of this tweet <laughs> where uh, there's a black sarcophagus and then next to it they put a picture of the Doom suit in the, in the sarcophagus in, uh, in, the oh, Doom, in the 2016 game. That's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. That oh, would did, be amazing if that's what came out of it. <laughs> and then look at, look at the follow-up thing here. This, it, click through those images. They found a bust. That is thought to represent the person inside, and that that one that part's really like a stretch of a joke, but it's still a funny joke. Um, but yeah, it's it's a wonderful world we live in. We still haven't discovered all the shit we've buried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, some good stuff there. Mm. <laughs> But please do not open that sarcophagus. That would be... <laughs> what if it's cursed? What if it's an alien? Yeah, who knows? It's kind of crazy. Some of that shit that went on back then, kind of crazy. I mean, it still blows my mind that they were able to build some of that shit back in the day. Like, what? It must have been aliens. aliens. Yeah. There's no other explanation. Yeah. But it is, it is fucking nuts. Yeah. Humans. Humans can build some crazy shit. Yeah. I, you know, you might lock your computer and then come back and like the, the lock screen is just whatever random picture Windows decides to put on there. Yeah. And they had some gigantic fucking skyscraper and it had this like trapezoid cut out up towards the top, mm-hmm. like the very top of it. And it had this like walkway up there. Like you can actually walk up there. Oh. There was one here and then it was like a million fucking feet until the next one that's just hanging up there. And I'm like, okay, what's that? Had to uh, Googled it. Apparently it's called the Shang- Shanghai financial headquarters. Unbelievable. Just look it up. It's 101 fl- uh, stories tall. Um, and it is just a fucking beautiful building. It's a futuristic building that you would think we would build in like 2075. Mm. But they build it in 2003. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. Really Crazy neat. stuff humans yeah. do. Really neat stuff. Also, I guess before we uh, leave too, we saw that Ant-Man the yeah, Wasp. Yeah, did. Yeah. That was funny. Latest Marvel cinematic movie. Very good. I recommend going see it. Yeah. Especially if you've seen the first Ant-Man, you know what you're going to get. Um, lots of goofy stuff. It's a little bit more of a comedy in ways than, than an action movie uh, or even just a traditional Marvel movie. But it's good in that post credit scene, especially if you've seen Avengers Infinity War. 
Oh my goodness. What's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. They've got a lot of things to do. (laughs) They do. They do. It's when's the next, when's the next Marvel one? Uh, Captain there, Marvel. Is that this March. year? Oh, that's okay. So there so isn't another one this year. Okay. Nope. Don't get another one till March, which makes me sad. What other big movies are this year? Is there anything big? Um, there's Aquaman in December. Okay. If you're stoked on DC movies, there is um, a new Fantastic Beast movie in the Harry Potter universe in November. There is, I'm blanking on it. Oh, Venom. Oh, October. yeah. Okay, yeah. I feel like there's one other movie that I'm missing because it feels weird that there's not a Star. Well, Wars there's movie. The, there's there's also uh, you wouldn't really give a shit about this, but there's the Dragon Ball Super movie mm. that's coming out December 14th. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it feels weird that there's not a Star Wars movie coming out in December, because there's always been a Star Wars movie. I think it's recently. weird that there's not a Marvel movie in the second half of the year. Yeah. Well, they a MCU to, movie. There, there's, of course, the Venom stuff, but that's not... Yeah. They decided to front load all that stuff. Hmm. And now there's nothing till March, and we gotta wait till May for the next Avengers. Oh my God! How what's going to happen it? between March and May? I know. I need to know. I need to know where they all go. Oh. oh, whatever. All right. Well, it's about time to wrap up here. If you want to talk to us between now and next week, you can do that via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at Gmail dot com. You can also tweet us at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth, and you can find Tyler. And his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Y'all doing shit? Are y'all y'all are on vacation? Everyone's gone. Yeah. What the hell's happened around here? I don't know. It's just that time of the year. Everybody's just doing stuff. Mm. I have no clue. What the fuck just happened to this shit, dude? I don't even fucking know. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and get your cat litter.